Hello, and welcome back to the Fitness Efficient Podcast. I've noticed that I've been talking a lot about mental health, and the reason that I talk a lot about mental health is because just how it's importantly correlated with your fitness can't get your body right if you can't get your mind right it all starts with the mind it all starts with the mind and today i want to talk about my bipolar disorder story i was diagnosed with bipolar disorder allegedly I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, allegedly, uh, about over a year ago, right? And I've mentioned it before. Before that, I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder. And then how I got the diagnosis, well, I'm going to talk about how I got the diagnosis of bipolar disorder. I'm going to get to that. And so... I got the diagnosis from experiencing what's called a manic episode. So, and I'm going to tie this all into fitness because I'm going to tie it all together towards the end. So I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and I had a... I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder because I had a manic episode. Now, with bipolar disorder, there's this thing called depressive episodes and manic episodes. Manic episodes are supposed to be euphoric. You have a lot of energy. You might have a high sex drive. You might want to get into different things. For me, I didn't experience euphoria. In fact, it was more like paranoia that I experienced. I became hyper-religious for whatever reason, which is interesting because I'm agnostic. Um, I don't follow anything. And so I became religious, and this was triggered how the manic episode came to be was that um, I was in the bus one day. I was in the bus one day, and then I saw a rainbow. Like what? I saw a fucking rainbow. And that rainbow, when I saw that rainbow, I thought, that God was talking to me. I thought God was talking to me. And so... My life changed right there in my mind. I was just like, okay, God spoke to me. I, I was also on an edible with a lot of... The edible had a lot of weed and it wasn't... Uh, it had no specific dosage. Like, it was just a shit ton of weed. But, um, so, 
I was high on this edible. And then I had this, like, realization that God spoke to me through a rainbow. And if you don't know the biblical context of, like, rainbows, you can look it up. Um, But I basically thought that God was talking to me and I was a chosen one. I was special. Um, I had, like... uh, So one of the things with manic episodes, when you have bipolar disorder, is the sense of grandiosity. See, I thought I was so important because God chose to communicate with me out of all the people in the universe. And when you're going through a manic episode, you don't know you're in a manic episode, clearly, you know. I broke the building incinerator. I bought the, I broke the building incinerator. Is it the incinerator? Incinerator? Yeah, I broke where everybody throws their garbage out. I broke that. I threw out. I thought all my clothes were demonic. I threw it all out because God told me, God spoke to me. So now I'm one of the chosen ones. So I can't live like. The commoners, I had to live a life of purity and piety. <laughs> you know, I laugh about this now, but it, it this when you're in a manic episode, this all seems very real, and it's you know it all seems so real to you, but um, you don't realize that um, you're in this episode. You're in this episode. You know, and at the same time, my imaginary world and my and the real and and the actual real world were colliding together, and that's how I can describe a psychosis. And so, yeah, I became hyper-religious. I thought that I was being watched. I thought that I was being watched by the Intergalactic Federation. Um, I don't know what that is, but that, in my mind, that's what I... That's what I... That's the name that I got when I was in my manic episode, the people that were watching me. And this makes no sense to someone that is not in a manic episode. You know, you see a rainbow and God spoke to you and now you're hyper-religious. You're throwing out all your belongings and you're trying to be pure and pious. I used to go to work in this state. I don't even know how I didn't get fired. I used every time I felt that I sinned, I would go to the bathroom, start getting on my knees and praying because I thought that I was going to go to hell if I didn't pray every second of the day. Every time I made a, a every time I I felt that I made a mistake or whatever, I sinned. <clears throat> And it seems, when I say it now, it seems very ridiculous, but when you're experiencing 
it for real and you're in that state, it feels very real. I used to watch a lot of conspiracy videos. Uh, I thought, you know, I was being watched. It didn't feel like a, it didn't feel like the euphoria that people say they experience in manic episodes. It just I was I was diagnosed with bipolar 1 with psychotic traits. And they still give me antipsychotics. My doctor, my psychiatrist prescribes them to me. But I don't take them. Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Um, And it's crazy because all you need is only one manic episode to be classified as someone that's bipolar. I never really identified with that label. Um, You know, what I've struggled with is more with abandonment issues, emotional dysregulation, which I've gotten really good at. I've improved a lot on my emotional regulation through self-awareness and mindfulness. I was... able to work on that this is hard for me to talk about I don't really like talking about this because people already have a negative connotation towards people that have any sort of illness mental illness so they're so stigmatizing especially Disorders like borderline personality disorder has a bad reputation. And, you know, it has a bad reputation. And the reason that it has a bad reputation is because a lot of therapists, and therapists say this, they don't want to work with people that have borderline personality disorder. Now, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because I don't believe I have bipolar disorder. What I just described sounds more like a a psychosis. And I don't want to get all technical about... uh, I could talk about psychiatry all day because I'm a psychology nerd, but... A psychosis is basically, if I could combine, if I can define it in the simplest way, is not being able to distinguish your imaginary life, you know, what's in your mind, with reality. You kind of merge those two together. 
which is why when people are in a in the psychotic state in a psychosis they don't know they're in a psychosis because if they did I don't think they'll they would like to be in a psychotic episode. I mean, who wants to be in a, a psychotic in a psychosis in which you feel that people are are watching you? You feel that entities unhuman entities are watching you are coming for you. Like it sounds very ridiculous, but this is very real for people that experience it and it's very scary. So I was talking about borderline personality disorder because I've mentioned this in my other videos. I feel that I have more borderline personality traits, borderline disorder personality traits, especially with the abandonment. I never really identify with uh, having bipolar disorder. And so, as I mentioned, therapists don't like Psychiatrists don't like diagnosing borderline personality disorder. Therapists don't like treating people with borderline personality disorder because, you know, the emotional dysregulation, the outbursts, according to some therapists, is just too much to deal with. Too much to deal with. But not everybody with borderline personality disorder, borderline personality disorder traits have outbursts. Not everybody acts the same. Not everybody has outbursts, physical, verbal, whatever. Those, nobody, I don't want to say nobody, but not, sorry, I mean not everybody experiences BPD that way. And so, when I was given this diagnosis, the first thing that I was told was to work out, and I did. This is around the time that I was doing a lot of kickboxing, and I... I wasn't on medication. I wasn't on medication, but I was doing a lot of, I was working out a lot. And I think that helped me. I think the working out helped me regulate my mood and I felt more clear minded. In the sense that I'm able to make decisions, logical decisions, um, based out of logic. And when you're in a When you're in a psychotic episode or psychosis, I'm going to call it psychosis because 
I don't truly believe what I had was a manic episode. I think it was more of a psychosis, but I don't want to get into that because I'm not a psychiatrist. So, you know, a lot of, as I was saying, a lot of psychiatrists and therapists don't like treating people with borderline personality disorder. So they tell you you're bipolar because that's the closest thing to borderline personality disorder having bipolar disorder because that's more manageable because you can't prescribe medication to someone with BPD. There's no medication for BPD, but there is medication for bipolar disorder. And it also comes with co-payments as well. There is no, the type of therapy that's available for people with that have BPD or BPD-like traits, it's not affordable. Which I mentioned it before, the type of therapy, it's called dialectic behavioral therapy. And it focuses a lot on mindfulness and self-awareness. Which is two things that I had to work on myself I had to work on that myself because I wasn't very self-aware. I didn't wasn't I wasn't necessarily very self-aware to how I came off to people. Wasn't self-aware to how I made people feel, how my actions made people feel. I wasn't very self-aware about that. And I didn't want to take accountability. So I had to learn that all by myself. I had to learn that through just conventional therapy. So as I was saying, one of the things that they tell you when you have bipolar disorder is that, oh, you need to need to change your diet and you need to work out you know work out which it it works I wouldn't say it's the only should be it's the only solution because I don't think working out is the solution to every single problem but when you feel physically good, just things just fall in just fall in line. You know what I'm saying? Everything seems more in alignment when you feel good. When you feel physically good, mentally when you feel mentally good and physically good, things just fall in alignment. So I was working out and I felt good. But throughout the day, throughout the day, my mood would change a lot. And what I noticed was that when I ate more processed foods, like the good, like the cookies and the chocolate, you know, 
all the good garbage. When I'll eat that, my mood was very dysregulated. I felt lethargic. I felt I felt lethargic, tired, I've had brain fog. I just didn't I felt good when I was eating it, right? When I was eating that chocolate bar. When I was eating whatever it was I wasn't supposed to be eating, I felt good. But then I felt afterwards I regretted it and then I would feel horrible right after. And I think and this is going to be a no-brainer but what helped me was a combination of my nutrition and fitness. Yes, some of the medication did help, but the medication alone, if you don't do anything to... See, here's the thing. You can't just take an, an antidepressant or antipsychotic or mood stabilizer. You can't take any of those things and then just depend on it. Well, this is going to make me feel good. You actually have to do things to... To, for in order for it to to take a to work to take effect, right? The medication, you know, you just can't take medication and be in bed all day. That's not gonna. That's counterintuitive, and that's not really gonna help you. But um, you know, I'm gonna continue with this story. I'm gonna continue with part two. And because I really want to talk about bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder and how that correlates with fitness and nutrition. So stick tuned to the next episode where I go into more detail.